0: What is up, everybody? Welcome in to Locked on Tigers. I am your host, Chris Castellani. A whole lot to unpack here in what was a very ugly and yet fairly eventful home opener for the Detroit Tigers. It's Tuesday, July 28th, by the way. I forgot to say that. I like to start off with the date. Makes you feel like you're at home, doesn't it? But before we get into the Tigers brutal home opener loss against the Kansas City Royals, I do want to address that after I recorded yesterday's podcast, news broke that 13 players and coaches within the Miami Marlins clubhouse tested positive for COVID-19. Major League Baseball immediately went into disarray. They canceled Marlins game yesterday. They have postponed the game they are going they were supposed to be playing Today, on Tuesday, the Yankees and the Phillies, the Phillies being the team that the Marlins played over the weekend, canceled yesterday's game as well, or postponed it, I guess I, I should say. Look, it, it was, I think, kind of inevitable that something like this was going to happen at some point, point. and as I've said since the beginning, the chances of this season ultimately getting canceled because of COVID are, are still high. And I, look, I, I know a lot of people don't like it when I talk about COVID, but this is this is huge news. And, and I feel like I have to address it. And I did feel bad because and once I uploaded yesterday's podcast, I felt like I just kind of, it, it made it seem like I ignored what was really substantial news. And I didn't, I just, I, I should have been able to tell the future, I guess. So look, this is going to continue to be a developing storyline. And I, I think Major League Baseball can find a way to finish the season with one outbreak once we get beyond that we're in we're in deep crap I mean I think we're already in deep crap but you just got to keep pushing forward that's all you can do right now as as fans it's difficult to be spectators and and watch this unfold but look look to spin it positively and this is so unlike me it makes every single pitch a gift and it gives you something to look forward to so let's move on to the Tigers. Home opener yesterday, a brutal defeat, 14 to 6, at the hands of the Kansas City Royals. The not so triumphant return of one Michael Fulmer, coming off of Tommy John surgery. I'm going to start with him. Like I said in my post game video, if I was doing a pass fail system, I would rate Michael Fulmer's debut and his return from Tommy John surgery a failure. But not an overwhelming failure. It was a failure in terms of the final line. I I make no qualms about that. He did not pitch particularly well at all. Didn't even get through three innings. Ultimately went two and two-thirds, five hits, four earned runs, one walk, and two strikeouts. Gave up three home runs as well. Here's what I saw. The off-speed stuff is still awesome. I'm pretty sure Michael Fulmer came out of the womb being able to to spin a breaking ball. So that was never really an issue. The issue was the fastball. I think we saw him early on overthrowing a little bit. Completely understandable. Hadn't thrown a competitive pitch in 22 months. This guy's not a robot. I would be probably overthrowing as well and yanking some pitches. I think lost his command in his final inning of work. Even that slider, as devastating as it was in the first two innings, uh, he left a few of them up, and boy, oh boy, did they get crushed. I mean, some mammoth home runs that Michael Palmer gave up yesterday. But when a guy's coming back from Tommy John surgery, the first thing you look for, obviously you wanted to make sure that he looks healthy on the mound, but the first thing you look for is stuff. How is the fastball? And it's down in velocity. That's expected. It's like that with all pitchers. What was concerning to me was that just based on the eye test, based on what I saw, it was flatter. And this is a guy who had such an electric heater when he was pitching some good baseball here early in his career. Now, 93, 94 miles per hour, that's, we can work with that. You can get guys out with that, especially considering that the devastating off-speed offerings that he has. But it looked flat, and guys were were sitting on it. And it led to, to some problems throughout all three innings that he worked. But even before he started to get beat around, the Tigers teed off on Mike Montgomery, who looked really awful. I mean, he was spiking pitches in the first inning, didn't even have command of that curveball, which has traditionally been his best pitch throughout his entire career. And in the second inning, he was leaving everything up. The Tigers teed off, got five runs off of him in that second inning, including a Jacoby Jones three-run home run. seemed like the Tigers were running away with this, and then, boy, oh, boy, did they hit a wall. Obviously, Falmer struggled. And then you went to Kyle Funkhauser, and Kyle Funkhauser in his Major League debut, well, he, he looks like the pitcher that we saw in Toledo a season ago. He, he made his Major League debut yesterday. Bo Burrows made his Major League debut yesterday. Anthony Castro made his Major League debut yesterday. Carson Falmer I'll talk about him a bit later, made his Tigers debut yesterday. So a lot of fresh faces here. And in general, I have no issue with that. I am so much more comfortable and content with Guys who have pitched in the minor leagues for several years, you know, mid to early 20 somethings, making their major league debuts, then, then, you know, early 30 somethings who have just flamed out everywhere they've played. Kyle Funkhauser was legitimately awful yesterday. And unfortunately for him, I think early on, you know, when he was drafted by the Tigers, this was a guy that so many people felt like could be a top of the rotation front line starter. Fact is, injuries have hurt him. And recently, especially command has really killed him. He was awful in the minor leagues a season ago. I mean, in Toledo, he was seriously awful. Good in a few starts in Double A Erie, you know, was three and one with a one nine zero ERA in four starts. Went to Toledo and just got bombed six and eight six three six ERA. But the ugliest number to me though was that he had sixty five strikeouts in Toledo, which is solid in sixty three and a third innings fifty four walks leading to a strikeout to walk ratio of one-two-zero and a walk rate of 7.7 walks per nine innings. That's truly pitiful. Now, once again, command being off, that if his stuff was devastatingly good, if he had an upper 90s heater and legitimate wipeout off speed stuff, that could be something you could work with as a reliever. But I watched him pitch yesterday. Now, once again, one outing. The guy's 26 years old. I'm not going to rip on him. I'm not going to say he has no chance here. It looked to me like the stuff was just okay, and just okay isn't going to cut it if you're not throwing the ball for strikes. Bo Burrows ran into the same issue in the minor leagues as well last season in Toledo, 2-6 and with a five-five-one ERA. These minor league numbers stink. Come on. I'm, I'm sorry. You know, I'm not not mad at the guy. It's just, geez, I mean, these guys were, you know, high, high draft picks at one point. 61 strikeouts, 32 walks in the minor leagues a season ago. Another guy who struggled with command and another guy who stuffed yesterday was okay, fine. You know, Maybe as a one-inning guy, he could be a viable option, but he didn't look like anything special yesterday and gave up, a, both these guys gave up like a lot of really hard contact. I mean, pitches that got barreled up, 90 miles per hour off the bat, 100 miles per hour off the bat. Disappointing Major League debuts, no doubt. I will say a lot of people are having kind of a gross overreaction to their struggles. I saw a lot of people on Twitter being like, oh my god, what's going to happen? These prospects are falling apart. This is part of the future. Not really. The the fact is, these guys, I don't think Avila even drafted any of these guys. He might have drafted Funkhauser. In fact, I think he did. But these are guys who, the writing's been on the wall for them for, for several years now, especially dating back to last season. They weren't locating particularly well in the minor leagues. Injuries, especially in Funkhauser's case, had really, really hurt him and it led to his his stuff kind of deteriorating over the last several seasons. I'm not going to rule him out. You know, it's one outing for each of them. And the fact is, ninety percent of rookies, especially rookie pitchers, struggle early on when they get called up to the major leagues. So I'm not going to crucify him yet. I'm not going to put the nail in their coffin, but they, they got a long ways to go, and the, the toughest part to me isn't even the fact that the, the location was off, because you can you can work around that. It's that the stuff didn't look particularly top tier, and that worries me going forward. So that's going to do it for the first segment. When I get back, I'm going to talk about the debut of Carson Falmer, one of the few lone bright spots in yesterday's home opener and I will preview tonight's pitching matchup as well in game two against the Royals. We will be right back. It doesn't matter if you're a professional athlete, a stay-at-home parent, or you spend eight hours a day in an uncomfortable office chair, everyone needs support to make it through the day. Luckily, our friends at CBDMD have an amazing duo that can help you relax, regroup, and recharge when life gets chaotic. CBD Freeze with Menthol is an award-winning product that offers instant, cooling relief for muscles and joints in a convenient and easy-to-use roller or shareable squeeze tube. CBD Recover combines CBD with inflammation-fighting compounds like Arnica and Vitamin B6 to give you the support you need where it matters most. And to make it even easier to try this amazing duo of topicals and everything else CBD MD has to offer, they're offering all our listeners 25% off your next order order when you use the promo code LOCKEDONMLB at checkout. Once again, that's CBDMD.com, promo code LOCKEDONMLB for 25% off your purchase of superior CBD oil products from CBDMD. And we're back. So like I said, I'm going to talk a little bit more about Carson Fulmer, who made his Tigers debut yesterday i talked about him on yesterday's podcast as well mentioning obviously was put on waivers by the white Sox. the tigers claimed him i actually like the pickup not saying he's going to be anything incredibly special but still fairly young maybe a change of scenery will do him some good and a a thumbs up in in his first outing as a tiger one inning no hits no runs one walk and one strikeout the stuff is solid you know mid 90s heater Pretty solid curveball. Apparently, what he fell in love with a year ago, which is part of the reason why he struggled, or at least according to him, was that he threw his cutter way too often, over thirty percent of the time. Him and Gardenhire both agree that that is a pitch that they hope he's gonna ditch, and he did yesterday, and he looked solid. Look, the what the glaring issue with him right away. I mean, th- this is not some expert analysis. Y- you see this after one pitch, you know immediately what his issues are. His mechanics need a lot of work. That delivery. Is very funky and has a lot of moving parts, and it's ugly and obscene, was the word I used. My friend Ryan Schuling said that it's illegal in 37 states. Buddy, I think you're being far too generous. It it needs a lot of work. And it it blows my mind that this was something that was never really worked on in his time in Chicago because it is glaring. Like they're the type of mechanics that I'm sure were great in college, and the stuff is, is still fine. But, man, it needs a lot of work. It was one of those windups, like I said, where one pitch in, you knew exactly why this guy has struggled to make it at the major league level. It's hard to repeat your delivery and, and be consistent with your command when you have such a funky windup, and he's going to have to work on that. But in terms of pure stuff, solid. I mean, really, in terms of stuff, probably some of the best stuff of anyone in the bullpen. Maybe that, that probably isn't saying much, but he's one of those guys... Give him reps. Really, give him a shot. You know, you want to see him succeed. Grew up a Tigers fan from Lakeland. Went to a lot of Tigers minor league games. Outside of just being a good story, I feel like in general, uh, he has a higher upside than some other guys in this bullpen. Mainly because he is still young and and was like he was a top ten draft pick. Like this was a guy that a lot of people thought was going to be a legit star. Maybe he just needed another shot somewhere else. Hopefully that somewhere else will be in Detroit. Now I was going to preview today's pitching matchup, but there's one big issue, and that's that there isn't one yet. The Royals, at least as of the time of this recording, have not named their starter, and the Tigers was going to be, I believe, Dario Agrizal. He was put on the injured list yesterday. I I, I don't know what they're going to do. Maybe Tyler Alexander as the opener. The thing is, this whole opener idea, right, I'm not against it philosophically. Like, I know some baseball purists hate it completely. I understand why it exists, right? But here's the thing about that, and I tweeted this out, and I think it's it's stunning to me that the Tigers don't get this. If you're gonna use an opener, you need a good bullpen, and you need a deep bullpen. The Tigers do not have either. And also, to do it for two days in a row, even with expanded rosters, I mean you guys are gonna be shooting themselves in the foot. You are absolutely gonna gut your bully by the fifth game of the season. Come on. Think ahead a little bit. It could be better than that. Like I know this team isn't good. This is this is where my frustration was last season. I acknowledged every single game till I was blue in the face that this team was bad. But what I I yearn for is a little bit of how do I put this? organizational competence. You can't just say after three games into the season, well, we'll figure something out in terms of the pitching matchups and just blindly hope that a couple guys who are going to make their major league debuts are going to give you solid innings of work out of the bullpen. Guess what? That didn't happen. You used, what, five or six pitchers today. You're going to have to use five or six more tomorrow I don't know. To me, that's... Think ahead a little bit, please. I mean, Matt Boyd's going to have to save you and give you seven, eight innings just to make sure your bullpen isn't completely gutted by the time you get to game number seven. I did mention Agrizel uh, got put on the injured list. Anthony Castor got called up pitch yesterday in, in the ninth inning, gave up uh, a solo home run. We're, we're going to be seeing Mize here real soon, and I know I've said that several times, but there. They they're just they're just holding out for that service time loophole to run out and then uh, might as well get the call up. I, I really I really am confident in that. Like I thought maybe they would try to be sneaky about it. And if Norris was still here or if Zimmerman was still here, they might be a, a little bit more patient. But right now. Uh, it's full steam ahead. The second that he becomes available, uh, he should be getting the call up, and if he doesn't, then they're just remarkably stupid and nothing they do makes any sense, which I uh, they have done a lot dumber things here over the last several years, at least in terms of the front office. So that will do it for today's show, recapping the home opener. You can follow me on Twitter, at Castellani2014. That's at castellani 2 You can follow the show on Twitter, at Tigers. I've recently gotten some very positive five-star reviews on my iTunes page. Let's keep that going. Go to Apple Podcasts, go to iTunes, leave a positive review of this show. It would be much, much appreciated. And to be honest, I feel like the content's been better. I feel like I've earned some five-star reviews over the last several days. I will be right back here tomorrow recapping game number five, the second game of a four-game series against the Kansas City Royals. Thank you very much for tuning in, everybody. I hope you have a great rest of your day, and go Tigers.